When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sideline Summit, episode 13. I'm here with my co-host, UPenn's finest, Danny Cole. Um, NBA playoffs have started. We're going to talk a little bit of that. Uh, We're going to be talking about the latest defensive player of the year. And we'll be going over what we think the Eagles should do with their two picks and how some situations can vary what they do with their two picks. Uh, like a certain Notre Dame safety falling out of the top 10. And then we'll also be doing some follower hot takes that you guys sent on IG to my Instagram. Um, we got a couple good ones. Some I agree with, some I'm not really too in on. Um, I can't wait to get it started. Before we start, Danny, how are you doing today? This is good. There's a lot of hot NBA topics a lot of hot takes that we said in the last episode. Some might have been true. Some might have been ah, really bold. But your Hawks one's not looking too well. I must. I must admit. <laughs> I must admit. Uh, Trey Young will bounce back. John Collins getting his feel. Of course. Of course. Well, we'll talk about our first round. Our first round thoughts so far. Let's start in the West because um, I have something to get off my chest about the Golden State Warriors. They have this new lineup: Poole, Thompson, Steph, and Draymond. They're called PTSD. And I think there's layers to this nickname, okay? Because listen, they give you PTSD of these of them warriors that like you knew no one was beating them. There's, you get the, there are layers to the name. I kind of like it. Um, nah, no one's beating these dudes. Yo, at least until speaking. they have to play the Suns, and then you know, they'll they'll fight it out. But this is a full aside from actual Warriors basketball in the playoffs, if you are the Warriors, 
are you trading Clay Thompson with a budding star like Jordan Poole to like a team like the Los Angeles Lakers for Anthony Davis? No one's gonna get you over there. No, they're honestly, I don't think the Warriors should do anything until someone has to get paid. When Poole's maybe getting an extension, I, I don't know if it's his time for an extension this year or next year, but hear me out. You don't when get you, rid of Steph. If an aging, an aging. Uh, an aging Clay Thompson or Jordan Poole? No, no, no. I get it. If you obviously, if you had to choose between the two, I agree. If any four of them had to get traded, it's Clay Thompson. What I think they should do is trade Andrew Wiggins. And honestly, I don't know what's going on with James Wiseman. Trade him too. Get like a solid center. Could you imagine? Because there are rumors. I doubt it's going to be true. Could you imagine if they had Rudy Gobert? That would be insanity. Remember the Giannis? They're not getting that. That scared me. That had me frightened. But now, last night, um, me and Maddie were watching the game, uh, and it was a good stretch. Clay hit three straight shots. Pool comes down. He hit a top of the key, a fast break three, top of the key, hits it. Next time, he gets Boogie Cousins on an ISO, takes him to the corner, fadeaway three, makes it. Steph Curry comes down, uh, pump fake, one dribble, sidestep, and one three. If them three dudes are hitting – on top of all that, Draymond hit a three in this span of time too. But if these guys are hitting their shots and Draymond's playing the elite defense that he was on Nikola Jokic last night, I cannot see a team crossing them uh, simply because if stars are hitting – it's going to be a long night. And with all due respect to the Suns, they're deeper. Um, they don't they don't got the guys to match their star power right now. Uh, Book's been amazing. Chris Paul's amazing. Chris Paul has never beat Steph Curry in the playoffs, though. So um, take what you want with that. Uh, Suns or Warriors are going to obviously be my pick. That's not a hot take, but um, I'm excited. This Warriors team is very, very fun to watch. I agree with you there. It's... I feel like I'm watching back in 2017 again. Get that PTSD. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, couple other, uh, the only other series that I find interesting, well, okay, m- maybe more interesting than this Warriors one, simply because the Warriors is Wolves Grizzlies. They run it back. We're recording this on Tuesday. They're running it back uh, tonight. So by the time this is posted, we might have say something stupid. But I think Grizzlies bounce back. Um, one thing that's been going around is the plus minus of when Jai's on and off the court, which is a very bad indicator, um, of how much he means to the team. Now, mind you, it's plus minus should not be like, it's not something to be overlooked. You simply, you just have to look at it. How good was a team when this guy's off the court? However, down the stretch, you're not going to win if you don't have him in the game. It's like the 20, 2018 Celtics. They were, I believe, five and zero without Kyrie Irving. Were we gonna? Who? We're not beating nobody down the stretch without him, though. He's one of the best closers in basketball. So, like with Josh, yeah. sure, Josh is not like this three level scorer, three level elite scorer. He's a great playmaker and he can find guys open shots. Um, that offense runs through Josh, and if you want to tell me, argue, if you want to argue otherwise, then I think you you don't know basketball. No, I uh, I definitely I agree. Um, it's just you don't say they're better without their all NBA point guard. It doesn't make sense to me. 
Um, it's like, saying, it's like someone the saying other, the, Nets are, the Nets are better without Kevin Durant. It's just yeah, or like when they said the Warriors were better without Kevin Durant, but they were praying for Kevin Durant to leave. So like, are they better with him or better without him? Like, they're contradicting themselves because they're scared. That's why. And people want to hate on Job because he's getting a lot of notice lately. Um, he's going to bounce back. He's going to have a great game. I expect a, a good game from the rest of the crew. Um, something that's important, Tyus Jones needs to like really lock in when he's getting this these second unit minutes. Because when Ja is off the floor, uh, if he can just simply operate the offense, he doesn't have to be electric like Ja because that's like nearly impossible to ask for. Tyus Jones can just run the offense, keep it afloat because this Wolves team is clearly like scrappy, um, Tyus has to bring, you know, that Duke energy, that Duke energy, like his brothers does too. Um, but I'm excited for game two. I'm picking the Grizzlies. I think they bounce back. They, um, they're young, but I think they'll learn quick. Taylor Jenkins, he got coached off the floor last time. I think he bounces back. I do expect big games from D and Ant Edwards though. I agree. Ant Edwards is going to go off for real. Yeah, man. I'm officially a fan. I wasn't a fan for the longest, but I'm officially a fan. Late to the bandwagon. But and then um, we'll slide over to the last series in the West, the Mavs. I mean, like we said, without – Yeah, because the, Sun, the Suns and Pelicans isn't a series. So, yeah, Jazz math. Without Luka, we know the Jazz should wipe up. It's, it's pretty do. simply known. The Jazz are the reason Jalen Jalen Brunson's going to get a max contract this this summer, and it's because the Jazz let him score forty one last night. If Luka Doncic is not on the floor, you have to win them games. Like you have to. If you can't contain Jalen Brunson, what in what do you think you're going to do with Luka Doncic? Like what do you think you're going to do? You can't guard Spencer Dinwiddie. They blew it. They could have took both of their home games. I'm not going to disrespect. Uh... Let Jalen Brunson be disrespected. Do not disrespect the Villanova Greg. Hey, I'm, hey, respect. He's going to get paid this summer. He's going to get paid this summer. He is a hell of a player. I'm just saying, he's no, the, he's not typically the guy who's, who should be going for 40, especially when you have not really an elite defense. Their perimeter defense suck, but he shouldn't be getting 41 on you. That's that's a damn shame. Uh, and Luke is not even playing. It's not like he's shot creating for other people. Brunson got in his bag. That's that simple. I mean, it's a, that's the truth. Uh, we see guys go off in the playoffs and in the play-in all the time. What was the dude's name last year on the uh, on the Clippers? Reggie Jackson. Nah, the one random dude. Oh, what Terrence Mann. Terrence, Terrence, Terrence Mann. Mann. Yeah, he was doing Rudy Gobert. And just like they were last night. But I don't like Rudy Gobert. I think he's like kind of a douche. But I must admit, he is by himself on that defense. He is so by himself. Like, uh, I seen uh, Matt Sponauer, he tweeted out, he said, if you just took Rudy Gobert off the Jazz's defense, you're looking at the Charlotte Hornets, which I I agree. Like, they are just bad. They are terrible. Yeah, they're just mid. The definition of mid. Yeah, as a team, they're just there. Their record is very, you know. It's inflated. I don't know how, how to explain that. Yeah. Um, well, we'll move out to the East. There's a game tonight uh, that imp- that affects your predictions and mine, of course. But we both predicted on it: Heat and Hawks. Um, Trey Young arguably one. had game one. Look, the Heat locked in. That that is what 
that is what makes the Heat a championship contender. When they're locked in, they're bought in on defense, and then you know their their white boys are going nuclear. Um, they're gonna win games. Uh, Trey Young, I do not expect him to have the worst game of his career again. So this game should be a little more interesting. Um, Trey Young has to take the crowd out of it early. That crowd got louder and louder and louder all throughout the game. Trey Young's got to shut him up. Someone's got to shut him up. And whether it be John Collins, maybe, you know, getting on a run or make Bogdanovich, some, somebody, they got to shut him up. Uh, I yeah, think Bogdanovich was playing with a bum ankle near the end of the game, but um, yeah. Herder, I so, think, yeah, I think this, this Hawks team is really missing Cam Reddish and people don't want to hear it. That's a weird, I mean, that, that's a weird thing to say because like, oh, you like you traded him. It's not like he's injured or anything, but I see the vision. You, you're missing a shot creator right now. He's his length on the team is really what they're missing. Uh, Cause Trey can't do everything right. Like, I think we, people don't realize how good he is. The Hawks are really bad outside of Trey Young. I believe so. I mean, they have some solid players. Herter could be a guy who could fill in on any team simply because he can yeah. shoot. Same with uh, like Bogdanovich or um, if John Collins, a high flying forward. I think people would love him. Let me put this thought in your mind. Put Trey Young on it and trade Trey Young one for one with the with uh, John Morant on the Grizzlies. How good would that team be? Um. I mean, he could play. He play makes a little bit better than Ja. Um, the Hawks would be questionable because Ja is is like, I don't know. Maybe it'd be a good situation for Trey Young because like he is the ultimate. You have to hide him on defense, but like he is your offense. Exactly. And that's a. I mean, it doesn't get much better than the Grizzlies. Like, if you want to hide a guy on defense, you got four other guys willing to lock up. Um, if you want to use that that logic, uh, like just the swap teams, how would they do? The the Grizzlies would still be very good. The Hawks would probably still be fighting for the plan. I think that. Yeah, it's just like Trey Young. I, the defense around him, he is just abysmal. It's not. Yeah, that, I mean, and he's not, and he's not a good defender, like to begin with. So uh, yeah, I'm not not, not even. Can't knock him for that, but. Yeah, you can because there's there's a difference. Okay, Isaiah Thomas. Um, is a horrid defender. No matter how hard he tries, he is terrible. Um, but he tries. That's the difference. Trey Young is awful, and he doesn't try on defense. Guys who are awful on defense, but they try, so you don't really have to hide them. Is like Steph Curry. Kyrie is a very capable defender if he wants to be. James Harden. But Trey simply, it's like you get on that end of the floor, it's five on four. Like He just cannot play defense. Um it could come back to bite them if the Heat can find a way to, you know, get the switch on them. But they haven't done it often. The, the Hawks are actually pretty good at not allowing the switches, but they go under a lot of screens, which is not good. Um, definitely not good when you're playing Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, um, Kyle Lowry. Have to fight over. Exactly, exactly. Um, I guess we'll get into one more uh, series because the Sixers are going to sweep the Raptors and the Bucks are not going to play the worst game ever and they're going to take care of the Bulls in four or five. Nets and Celtics. That was... was the best basketball game I've watched this year. As a Celtics fan, that's one of the best games I've ever watched in my life. That was crazy. That was back and forth every game. That was... 
Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen of the NBA playoffs. That's a good comparison. You have there are some there are some things that will definitely change the game too. Kevin Durant's not going to shoot that bad, and the Celtics as a whole will not shoot that bad. They actually shot like thirteen percentages lower. I think the Nets shot like fifty eight percent. The Celtics shot like forty five percent, something like that. But I don't know. The Celtics defense isn't going anywhere. Um, One thing I'll tell you, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, won't go like. I don't. I don't think he'll play as insane as he did down the stretch again. Yeah, I can see him averaging thirty for the series, but like to have tw- like twenty in the fourth quarter is not gonna. It it won't happen again. I don't think so. If it happens again, that's terrible. But um, I don't again, think means, he will. It means, it means KD also sucked again. That's all. That's all it means. Yeah, that's gonna have to be. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. We can't let. Like, if next game, if KD wants to go off, sure. But Kyrie can't go off, too. And if he does go off, too, then no one else can go off. Like, Drogic shot, like, 10 for 11 or something. Like, that can't happen. He The, um, the Celtics kind of looked sluggish in the middle of the game. And they, they weren't getting their second chance rebound. They weren't getting defensive rebounds. They weren't looking to try to get uh, offensive rebounds. And I think that's really their, where they're losing out on having not having Rob Will right now. For the Al Horford had 15 rebounds. He had, six so. offensive re- he had six offensive rebounds, secured the game-winning rebound, I guess you would say. Guess There's no struggle. Like, there is no struggle on that inside. No, some, sometimes it felt like they, as a team as a whole, aside from Horford, they just weren't gritty in the middle of the game. Jalen Brown had two chase-down blocks. One on Bruce Brown, the quote, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive on Horford and Tice. And then he had a chase down block on Kevin Durant. Not a chase down. He came off the pick and you know, game one. Um I disagree. Their interior defense is perfectly fine because the Nets have no one on the interior. Um that is true. Bruce Claxton is okay. Claxton's growing, but he he's such he, you could just foul him. He's not gonna make his free throws. Well, what I'll tell you is yeah. Claxton is one of the reasons why the Celtics won that game. He can't make a yeah, free throw. Yeah, missed plenty of free throws. Thank you. We were down three going into that timeout. I honestly went to turn the game off. But Jay, Jalen Brown has such high basketball IQ. He knew to score fast, trust the defense. He may not calling the timeout. Uh, just shows the embodiment of the Celtics and their growth. However, you still have to win three more games. I'm looking forward to the Wednesday night. When this drops... The Celtics will be playing that night. So my prediction for the game is the Celtics win by 0.5, if possible. If that's possible, then that's the outcome because these teams cannot be any closer. Yeah, they're really close. It should be a fun series to watch. Not like the Sixers versus uh, Raptors. The Maxi show. One thing we'll talk about there, what did Embiid say to Nick Nurse last night? I think he said something like "stop bitching about fouls" or something like that. Which and and he does like these aren't tic tacky fouls. Like Siakam is like clotheslining Joel Embiid. They're trying to like they're. It looks like they're trying to hurt this dude. It looks like you know Sean Payton twenty ten bounty type of thing. But um, yeah, we'll move on to some real defense. Marcus Smart winning the Defensive Player of the Year is huge for a lot of players around the league, and people don't think this. Gary Payton the second, who everyone knows, he's the Warriors' probably best on-ball defender at this point with Draymond where he's at in the in the point of his career. Guys like him, Dylan Brooks, um, 
not Bam Adebayo. He's really a, a star, essentially. Um, guys like that can go get paid to just hustle. Patrick Beverly gets paid to hustle. And Smart kind of put it he, – he's kind of like this motivation that now younger guys coming into the league can be like, all right, um, obviously the first goal is to win, but you have this individual accolade now. Now guards can be like, it's not impossible. Like I can go win this uh, because one, Rudy Gobert is voter, voter fatigue. Uh, and two, Smart's getting it done. All it really takes is just the will to go out and want to play every single game 100%. If you're willing, you, but sometimes you're going to have to sacrifice your offense for it. And he did. He's a basically a primary playmaker. Um, I think he only averages maybe eight or so shots a game. It's not that many anymore. Um, so yes, I'm very proud. This, this has been long overdue. I promise you not even biased. This is long overdue simply because he's a guard. If he was two inches taller and was a forward, he'd been one, one by now, even forwards don't win it that often. Honestly, I think they've only won it like five times in the last 25 years. Well, my problem is there's so many good defensive players. I think it should be split up by conference and this is a separate talk. I I think I don't, I think the NFL has it right where your offensive player of the year, your defensive player of the year, your offensive rookie year, defensive rookie year are 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 like national wide, but you also have like conference. You could, you could have conference level goals as well. Well, the thing, the problem is, you can do that in the NFL because they're strictly defensive players. But like. If that was the case, Matisse Thibault will probably win it because he's practically only on the court for defense. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying, like, the offense should affect it. I'm just saying, like, it's a two-way game. So, like, it's hard to, like, really just, I don't know, look at one side of a player. The MVP is basically the offensive player of the year. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess you're right in a sense. I think if we were to split it up, I think it should be between – it should be a center defensive player of the year and then – like a wing guard defensive player of the year because they have two completely separate assignments unless you're bam out of bio and you do what wings do which is insanity but um i don't know i do agree it should be split up in some manner because you're asking it like they clearly do two different things so like it depends what you want as a voter you know what i mean exactly um moving sorry moving on to the Eagles draft. Uh, I just talked about three things in an article that's going to get posted soon for um, one of the writing networks. Um, three draft mistakes I think they need to avoid. Um, first one, I think you'd agree with me on this. I think you'd agree with me on this. If Kyle Hamilton gets the 10. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Howie Roseman cannot bite his tongue. You agree? No. You think he should sit back and let the best prospect in the draft go three spots ahead of his pick? Here's my thing. Uh, 
my only problem, right? If the Jets are going to leverage, we know Washington is going to take Kyle Hamilton. So if you want to trade up, then give us the first round pick. Okay. He's the best player in the draft. Our safeties are abysmal. He can also spot up in the box as a linebacker, something we haven't had since Malcolm Jenkins. This kid can make plays in the backfield, and he's probably and he's one of the best ball hawks in the class, including Derek Singley and Sauce. Well, Sauce Gardner didn't get to prove he's a ball hawk, but um, he's up there. He's the best defensive back in the draft. I, I just I don't know. He fills two needs at once. If you can't get a receiver, then I don't know. Make a move. Make a move to go get one of these five receivers who are like sitting out of camp right now. I mean, they're high price, but... I'm not completely against it. It just depends what they're willing to give up, what they have to give up. Rager and a pick. I would give them 15th overall. I'll give them Rager and a pick. 15th overall (laughs) and their second round pick to move up five spots. For the best player in the draft. The dude should go one. I don't know if he should go one. That's a that's a little. If we were going by just best player available, he should go one. Yeah, I mean he's he's, he's really he's talented. Um, he really is, and and the, he's not even like close to where he can be because of well. his versatility. It's like Isaiah Simmons. If I'm, what's that his name? Isaiah Simmons, the dude who came out of Clemson a couple years ago. Yeah, he's like struggling yeah. on the Cardinals because they. They're having him do a little too much. But if you can just give Kyle Hamilton the Malcolm role, oh, my God. This kid's going to be great. He'll be an automatic, like, fill-in. He'll be able to play. Slay would love him over top. Um, Then that gets into the second point. Let's say we don't get Kyle Hamilton. Let's say he goes a little earlier and it's a little too much to trade up draft for him. The Eagles have to get a corner or a wide receiver. Like, you can't miss both. We have to get one. I would almost prefer a corner at this point. I, almost. I, I kind of just, I just want a receiver. I want Jalen Hurts to thrive, but Slay's getting older. Uh, you need someone opposite of him, definitely, uh, because yeah, it was a problem. You know who they're going to take? Who do you think? Assuming Sauce Gardner and Stairstone Jr. are top 10 picks, which they probably will be. Yeah. The Eagles will take Andrew Booth Jr., with the I was I seen a couple I seen a couple mocks uh, a booth uh, to Philly. Um, he's he's from the that, area. He's really good. He he'd be very really physical. He might even slot into a better as a nickel corner. That's what there. the Washington dudes are. Uh, I know one's an outside, but one's like more of a slot corner. Um, I'd be fine with Booth. I'd be fine with Elam Gardner. I guess one of the Washington corners, but honestly, if we if you can't get one in the first round because you decide to go receiver, there are a couple guys you can get late in the draft. Kobe Bryant just won, you know, he just won corner of the year, essentially. So, I mean, that's not a bad pick. I mean, he's no sauce, obviously. And he probably got that because he was targeted a lot because sauce was on the other side. But still a very good corner. I would like that pick. As for receiver, um, don't overthink it. Uh, you just take the best receiver that's there, whether that be I, Wilson and London are probably gone at this point. So I see a lot of Burks, Jared Wilson falling. There's just I don't see it, man. He's the 
a lot of people think he's the consensus one from what I see. Um, but yeah, don't overthink it. At that point, you know, you got Burks, Olave, um, Pickens. There's a lot of just don't whoever you think is the best, just take them because clearly with Rager, they didn't think he was better than Jefferson. They went with fit. Anyway, what did you think? I'm going to go on air right now. And when it's all said and done, George Pickens will be better than Drake London. It's not awful. That's my, that's my hot take. That's my hot take. I'm down. I'll say it if the Eagles draft them, but George Pickens. Oh no, I'm, I like I like Drake London he, a lot. He's the same build as Drake London. He's that big body receiver, but Drake London doesn't get the separation running routes that he gets a lot of separation for someone who's like seven foot eight. But like, um, no, so I, Drake, I do see. I do see your point. Drake London. I've seen a lot of people say this. He slots into a bet. He's like a slot receiver. He's like a six foot five slot receiver. You know how rare that? That's crazy. <laughs> like that is, that's wild. And you could easily train him to be an outside receiver and use that athleticism of his to go make plays downfield, which he's shown he could do. But could you imagine, like, you're a slot corner and this dude catches a screen on you? You're one on one with this six five oh, yeah. giant. And he look, he's too athletic, man. If you want to go for them ankles, that's not bothering him. I promise you. Um. Yeah. Uh. What was one more mistake the Eagles should avoid? Don't drop the quarterback. And that's not being me being a Hertz apologist. It's that even if Hertz doesn't work out, who would you rather be set up in the future? Would you rather be set up with like Matt Corral, or you have the ammo to go get Bryce Young, or the ammo to get C.J. Stroud? Like these these dudes will probably be one and two in this year's class. Or you could so go get DJ And If he has a bounce back year and Hurts doesn't do well, I'm down. I've liked him since high school. I was surprised at his down year this year. Did not see it coming whatsoever. And his small sample size his freshman year filling in for Lawrence. I thought he did really well. Um, and in protect, I didn't see this downfall. I hope he bounces back. I would hate to see him go down the same path as Rattler, where he's like a potential one, has a couple bad games, and then, you know, skirt. I'm about to say, Hurts or Rattler, which one would you rather have? If Rattler simply doesn't improve, like if it, he is very reliant on his arm strength, uh, his poise has been questionable last year. Um, not his poise, his accuracy, he's great pocket poise. Like he's doesn't get like flustered or anything. Um, if he doesn't improve, I take Hertz because I'll assume Hertz will improve. Um, but if Hertz doesn't improve and Rattler doesn't improve, I want neither of them. But if I had to pick one, I'd probably go Rattler because of his uh, his arm talent. He's really special. Agreed. Oklahoma boys. I'll pay, I'll take Baker. Okay. At, Getting into our no, go ahead. At 18, I need to say what I want the Eagles to do. The Eagles have a really unique position at 18. They could go if assuming the might they take Andrew Booth at 16, they could go edge. I've seen a lot of guys. George Carlaftis has been falling a lot in drafts. I just assumed he wouldn't be there. Wow. Uh, no, if he's there, if he's there at 15, take him. Because <laughs> like, if you want to draft a, line, a linebacker, Lloyd and Dean, one of them will be at 18. So Yeah. You can go a multitude of ways. You can go a linebacker. Yeah. You can go edge. What I want them to do is to, to go and get Jamison Williams. 
that's not that's not a bad take at all. Like at all, I've seen a lot of Jamison Williams to to the Eagles lately. Um, he's I don't the, know. He's I don't think he'll be able to play. Sorry, go ahead. He might not be able to. He was the best receiver in the draft before the Tories ACL. Yeah, it was him or Garrett Wilson, but yeah, I, I agree. Um, with modern science, maybe he is ready to go, but I'd hate to rush him back and then he's not the same. Like this burner could do wonders next to Devonna Smith, and then you have Goddard underneath. Um, and you have Quest Watkins who can also, you know, burn the field with him. Uh and then uh number eighteen. But yeah, hey, number eighteen can stretch one thing you're not gonna realize number eighteen can stretch the field pretty pretty well. So well we don't fucking use him that way. We act like he's the wide receiver one, apparently. Um yeah. but yeah, let's move on to our follower hot takes that we got on Instagram. Uh we posted I posted on Instagram yesterday, I said swipe up, answer enter in your hot takes, and we're gonna go over them on today's episode. We'll start with this one. Huge one. Seems to be like actually not that hot of a take, but I'll say it's a hot take because it's him. Kevin Durant cannot win without a superstar. Um, who can? But who? I don't think that's a hot take because simply who who can win one without without a? a I guess I guess superstar is a stretch, but like uh-huh. everyone needs you need at least an all star. You need at least another all star. In this format of the NBA, you can't. Back in the day, you could have. By you need. Yourself. I think. You, I don't think you need a superstar. You need at least another all-star with you. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, another top 30 player, probably. I think that. Um, but, I mean, in terms of, like, a superstar, I mean, he's yet to do anything with without one. Um, no, Kyrie no. Irving is certain. Kyrie Irving's a superstar in my eyes. LeBron gets a lot of hate. It depends, for how, far, it depends how far you want to stretch superstar. But. You know what's crazy? LeBron gets a lot of hate for playing with a lot of all-stars. But Kevin Durant's never played without an all-star, so. That's a good point. He has never had to do what LeBron's been asked to do. Uh, besides, like, last year in the Buck series where, like, Harden was on one leg and stuff. but And he did respond well, but he couldn't pull out a win because he wears a size 20. But um, Katie can't win without a superstar. Can't say I disagree because he's never done it. It's like saying – like, people are saying Brown and Tatum can't play together. They can't win together. Well, you can't they, – they will not – they can't win together until they do it. So by that take, they are right. Uh, but I think they can. Next one, and another going back to the Nets. Yeah, Ben and Ben unfortunately couldn't play together because Ben's a bitch. Uh, Celtics sweep the Nets. I can't get down with that as a Celtics fan. They would have to. That's like literally flipping a coin and getting heads every single time. Uh, and I take a probabilities class. That's actually very unlikely. Um, I can't get down with the Celtics sweeping the Nets. Um, they would just have to pull out four or three more very, very clutch games. That's nerve-wracking. Um, and they'd have to do it in Barkley Center, too, which isn't, like, the most intimidating place in the world. But, like, they had a lot of momentum because of the Garden. So, I don't know. Obviously, when you disagree as well. Let me rephrase that. Look, I disagree with that statement. Um it's a hot. It's a really hot take, right? Yeah, it's obviously a hot take. That's the definition of a hot take, though. I mean, if you think they can pull out four lucky, not lucky wins, but they can be on the good side of three more wins like that, it's not like impossible. It's not like wrong, but it's yeah. a hot take. Yeah. Do you think they could go up three one? 
can we get up 3-1? Well, it's that simple. It's this simple. <laughs> well, not simple, but you win your next home game. So you're up 2-0. All you have to do is take a, take a road game from them. That's all you, you, not all you have to do, but you have to take a road game from them. So yeah, they could, they, they could go up 3-1. I think they could get two of the next three. I don't think that's as hot. It's pretty hot though. This series should be 2-2 by the end of four, but yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, moving on to some uh, a little bit of NFL, both in the AFC West, these are. One says the Chargers will be the Super Bowl champs. I don't know their odds, but I'll say it's a hot take simply because they didn't make the playoffs last year. Um, well, I don't think it's that hot of a take. They're it depends on their odds. Me. Yeah, they did, they yeah. made some huge splashes in free agency. Herbert's that guy. I think yeah. they're favorites to win the West, and that's like the best division of football. Yeah, I think that's fair. Maybe maybe that isn't a hot take then. I just think it's a hot take simply because they didn't make the playoffs last year. And names don't like sure, like they, they look like a great team on paper, but you all you always gotta go out and do it. So now, if you're looking at the formula for a team to win a Super Bowl, they have the they young quarterback on the, on the rookie contract. Yep. The cheap contract running, the cheap contract running back. They have this veteran wide receiver, Keenan Allen, who's really good. They got this young guy Mike, who got Mike Williams is really good too. You know what they need? A tight end. Yeah, I believe they ran it with Jared Cook last year. That uh, that can't happen again. It's not going to happen. Moving anymore. on to another AFC West take. It is do or die for the Raiders this year. No. What do you think? You don't think so? No. Why? Because they have the they just extended their quarterback for more money, and they have the highest paid receiver in football. It's not do or die. I mean, they, they that's the not the formula for winning a Super Bowl. I'll tell you that right now. Going into the future, if they don't have the money to up around them, they're not Here's the Rams. The Rams are rare. The Rams are super rare. Are you looking up odds? No. So the NFL salary cap is calculated by 48% of revenue sharing profits, right? So basically. No, I'm telling you this. They take the revenue that the NFL generates and mm-hmm. they divide it. Assuming that the NFL signing new deals with new media sources, new media contracts, they're making more money. The NFL teams are saying, okay, we think that the salary cap is going to really go up in the future. You are banking on... You are banging things that are out of control of like players. Like that's what they're thinking. It's gonna that's come to a, it's gonna come to a point where they're gonna have to look at their own guys on this Super Bowl built roster and be like, "Do you deserve this money?" Even if they do get more money, are they even gonna pay these players? Like GMs are stingy. They're, they're, they're gonna be stingy because of the like salary cap, but with the salary cap projected to go up to two hundred eighty million dollars, seventy million dollar increase, thirty three percent increase. In the next year or two, next couple of years. So does that change the formula for how do you, how you win a Super Bowl? It does because now you have no. It doesn't. No. For the longest time, uh, inflation has existed. Paid quarterbacks don't win. They don't do it unless the whole team is built off trades and crazy, just going all in for one year. And that was last year. Teams do not win with expensive quarterbacks. Saying, the common denominator between paid quarterbacks and unpaid quarterbacks winning Super Bowls 
all comes down to how young talent comes around them. Um, like Belichick's really drafted insane defensive players and kept them around on cheap contracts for a long time. But I think I think that we got a really side note on. I think the Chargers it, it might not be do or die for the Raiders, but they definitely don't have the formula to win a Super Bowl. I think they could. They have a t- they have an insane tight end. And if you're if you're asking me, they have a very similar formula to the Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs haven't won shit since Patrick Mahomes was on exactly. this dirt cheap contract. Derek Carr is not on a dirt cheap contract right now. I'm not saying I'm not saying tw- the 2019 Chiefs. I'm saying right now's Chiefs. What have right now Chiefs done? They've lost the Super Bowl and they choked in the AFC play in the AFC Championship, and now Mahomes' extension kicks in. So now they're about to have really no fucking money. I mean, Tyreek Hill spared them. They have a little bit to spare. But you have the worst defense in your division. You arguably don't have the best offense anymore, which, no, they probably don't. I mean, they have the best tight end in the league or one or two, best quarterback in the league, one or two. Um, But it takes more than that. It takes a good run game, uh, which they have a solid one. But who's going to step up as wide receiver one? They haven't done much. Since then, who is stepping up for wide receiver one for them? By the way, Hartman, or is he gone? Juju, Juju baby. Juju oh, right, right, right. Yep, big Juju. All right, last Juju Hartman and uh, MVS. All right. Well, we got one more hot take, and then we got to wrap it up. Back to the NBA. Dude says Timberwolves in five. Ah, uh, uh, no, no. I mean, it's a hot take though. It's a hot take. This is what it should look like. It's something that is clearly like a lot of people would disagree with, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. Hmm. You know how a lot of people refer to the T-Wolves as a young team? Yeah. They have like 10 times the playoff experience as like the Grizzlies do. Cat's been to the playoffs once. Patrick Beverly's never missed it. D'Lo's been to the playoffs once. Um, so I don't want to hear nothing about lack of Lack of experience from Ant Edwards. Dude plays like, dude plays like he's a vet. He plays like he's he's in this. He's that guy. Some of the most un like unshakable dudes in the league. He's so locked in. I don't know. I still yeah, have man. I still have Grizz. I still I'll, I know I'll flip it. Grizzlies in five. I think the Grizzlies just are just going to reverse sweep these dudes. As long as they bounce back and play how they've been for the entire year, which is obviously hard to ask out of a young team. But I expect a lot. I expect a lot the from the plus one team. I'll take the Grizzlies in six. I think that's my original prediction. Um, I can't remember what mine was. Um, maybe it was five. But, yeah, I'm just going to change it now. Grizzlies in five just because this person pissed me off. So Yeah. Don't disrespect Ja. He will put his foot in your mouth and make you pay for it. Exactly. Going to stomp on these dudes. All right. Uh, since tomorrow's Wednesday, we'll just make our quick um, – Quick Wednesday night playoff predictions. Just let me pull up the games real quick. I know Celtics Nets play, of course. Um, I think Celtics one hundred seven one hundred six. I'll take um, I'll take the Celtics one twenty five to one twenty three. A little more high scoring this time around. Raptors Sixers. 
Uh, I'll take I'll take the Sixers by fifteen. I don't even care if Matisse isn't there. He's been a non-factor this series anyway. So I th- I'll take the Sixers. 120, Raptors, 93. And then we got Bulls, Bucks. Okay. Uh, Well, it's been a great episode, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, We'll be back next Wednesday. Uh, By the time this is posted tomorrow, if anything dumb has happened, like, I don't know, the Pelicans beating the Suns or something, uh, feel free to take it out of context and uh, make us look dumb on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. Um, From me and Danny Cole, You guys have a great day. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.